Hey everybody, welcome to Engage with your hosts Josue Devi and Kate Jones on UMFM 101.5. Today we have a super special guest. We're talking to Omar from the Winnipeg Mutual Aid Society. The Winnipeg Mutual Aid Society is a group located in Winnipeg driven by connecting people to resources and information. They facilitate connecting people to the resources and programs while also focusing on the well-being of people. We're really excited to have this conversation and learn more about them and what they do. So without further ado, I guess Omar, you can introduce yourself yourself and a little bit about your role at Mutual Aid Society. Hi everyone, uh, my name is Omar Kinnerath. Um, I am a founder and organizer of Mutual Aid Society, community member, father, and you know just a concerned person in the community trying to do good things and connect people to do better things, I guess how you'd say. So uh, yeah, that's just a brief in- introduction about me. Um, live, live in the West End, lived in Winnipeg my whole life, or pretty much my whole life. I was born overseas and came here when I was really young. So, you know, I had the whole type of West End experience here. And, you know, like a lot of a lot of the things I experienced growing up, whether I experienced them firsthand or through my friends, I kind of, you know, taken that to heart when, I, uh, when I'm doing this. And realizing that we are, you know, in a way, helping a ton of families out there. And it's, you know, it's pretty impactful, the things that happens on on mutual society, that's for sure. That's awesome. That's that's super awesome to hear. I think it's always important to just have experience growing up within the communities that you're working in. So it's really good to hear that, you know, you you have that experience of just being involved in the community and then being able to start something now. Can you tell us a little bit about what mutual aid is? Mutual aid is a form of like societal organizing that's, you know, pretty much as old as time, right? Or as old as human civilization or even pre-civilization. Mutual aid uh, was pretty much some, was summarized by um, Kropotkin you know look it up he basically wrote the manual on mutual aid and basically going into the functions of mutual aid between floral and fauna and in between humans like for example the relationship between sharks and remoras uh the relationship between bees and certain plants and then those relationships with what the bee produces and how it affects humans right so basically mutual aid is is part of a political theory called mutualism which basically says that cooperation is key, is the key function in society and that we must cooperate to make things better and to advance which is the opposite of what's going on now where it's very individual based so yeah mutual aid is like it's ancient you know what i mean and obviously we, we have you know a great tradition here with indigenous folks and i think that's why mutual aid society Winnipeg is like kind of like grown so much and, and so long because those functions between the indigenous communities and the immigrant communities here like it was already here so i could say yes this is like you know an like anarchist political theory but like but in reality you know what what we do is is as old as time and as old as the people that's you know as old as the people, as the people that, that have been here so yeah it's it's kind of hard to say because you know i got into it through the political theory the anarchist political theory but you know you realize that this has been going on for a very very long time and you know and it works you know what i mean and if you compare what we do and how societies that function around mutual aid are happier, are more comfortable compared to individualistic societies like that we live now, it's pretty apparent what the differences are. Okay, very interesting. So what exactly is your specific role at the Winnipeg Mutual Aid Society? So what I do, we have a, we have a group of about eight or nine core organizers. And we run a Facebook page that at the moment has 11,000 members. And within that page, what happens is if people have 
help to offer, whether it's food, resources, skills, knowledge, information, whatnot, they can post it. If people are needing help with food, information, resources, or pretty much anything, they can ask for help. We try to make that part of it as barrier-free as possible. So, and obviously with 10,000 members, there's a lot of it going on. So what we do day-to-day between the eight or nine of us is facilitate it. A lot of what we do is helping other people do things other organizations either get resources out to people or to you know share their programs or whatnot and we do do quite a bit of like organizing our own events and our own pleas and our own campaigns as well but of course you know we run into capacity issues because we do have jobs and we don't get paid for this like we're not a nonprofit. this is something we purely do because we believe uh we believe it is a proper societal function rather than you know, trying to be an organization. Like we want people to believe in it as well and organize themselves and become organizers. So yeah, so this part of it is kind of hard to explain to to a lot of folks because, you know, they're used to like hierarchical organizations where we are non-hierarchical and we're completely decentralized and we encourage other people to do what they need to do and we we support them along the way. And, you know, it, it, come, it comes to, you know, we talk a lot about, is it easier to manage 50 people all doing one thing or 10 groups of five people doing those things? You know, we believe that it, it works better if you have if you have different groups of people doing different things so that's what we basically do day to day you know if anyone's interested they can go see it and they can participate in it it's very participatory a lot of people ask questions that you can probably answer and a lot of people need help which you know you can offer so you know we don't think of it as we're eight or nine people that are core organizers. We think of it as 10,000 people, you know, doing this, like participating in mutual aid. And we're just the facilitators to try and, you know, make it function and take care of the daily business, whether it's, you know, like approving posts, taking care of disagreements or, you know, like, and those, those kind of things that you need to do to have that sort of thing function. We're not the only mutual aid group in the world. Of course, like there's mutual aid groups all around the world and they do basically the same thing. And, you know, as you can see through the pandemic, they've been ultra successful i mean you can read stories about all the work of all sorts of mutual aid groups in the united states during the pandemic and you know snowstorms hurricanes it's you know it seems to be something that is grown and sort of like people know about it now and they they sort of know the functions and know what to expect but uh but yeah, it's, it's something very old, but very new to a lot of folks and, and we get it. But, you know, the only thing I can say is like participate in it and you'll see how it functions. The thing with mutual aid is you see the, you see it work in real time and you see people get help in real time. Whereas if you donate to charities or, you know, or different organizations, you like, you don't quite get the same effect. Like if you, you can directly affect someone's life, you know, with, with, with what you have. And, you know, you can save someone's life but with what you have. And, you know, we've seen a lot of examples of that. And, the examples that we've had of people getting help and, and you know, who are in, in dire situations through Samas, like there's just too many to, to kind of go through. I mean, it's, it just happens. It almost happens every day. And then, you know, folks from the outside, you know, can, can see it happen. You know, like you, you can read the comments and you can see the timeline and stuff like that. And you can see kind of the, the chain of events that happen. So, yeah. So I think there's a lot of trust that's put uh, in mutual aid groups right now because of the overall transparency in how it functions. That's incredible. That's super incredible to hear um, just kind of the scale of work that uh, happens and comes together. And I'm definitely like a believer in the same thing that the more people that come together, the more you can make happen and kind of just being able to look out for each other within the community is super important. I'm curious um, when the local like Winnipeg Mutual Aid Society, I'm curious when you guys started, uh, when things kind of came to fruition and what it was like in the beginning. 
Yeah, I mean, we started basically the, the day of the first lockdown. I remember talking to a few people at a time, my partner and two other people I ended up being, you know, the organizers of mutual aid society is because we we come we like we come from from that political and philosophical school, right? So we 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 know how important it is to have those kind of that type of organizing in in our community, uh, which at that time, you know, hasn't happened to kind of that's obviously it's happened it's happened between people like people give all the time and it's 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 a natural thing to do but there hasn't been like organizing on that on a bigger scale of that um and 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 i remember you know being kind of a paranoid weirdo person i am back in 2008 during kind of the financial you know like turmoil that was going on there and i was like ah maybe this is the time i you know i have to pull the trigger on this like because people are going to really need this you know but you know that didn't happen or didn't hit as hard, but the pan when the pandemic came, it was like, you know, like this had to happen. You know what I mean? Like it, th- this is really going to affect things because but people are really uncertain at the time. And, you know, everybody, you know, who's still alive right now has had that experience back in March of 2020, right? Like you didn't know what was going on. You didn't know about CERB. You thought we we're all going, you know what I mean? There's no toilet paper. You know, there's and so there was a it was a big time of like kind of a collective mass confusion and like when we stepped in and and like started it was it was like literally like we grew from zero to one thousand in like a day and a half you know what I mean and and it like it just started naturally happening like you can see it you can kind of like sort of see it kind of kind of go for me and the great thing about it is you can go on the the facebook or i guess now the meta site or whatever and you can go back back to all the way and and you can see it all happen you know what i mean and at that time you know it was just basic things like you know what was not in supply because of supply needs like toilet paper people were sharing toilet paper like cleaning supplies like was was a big issue as well and you know people were were helping people with that when the lockdowns occurred you know folks would shop for each other um, go go shopping because of the lineups or whatnot, and like it was just a saying that like like brought everyone sort of together, you know. Yeah, and it kind of like grew from there. But yeah, it was definitely the beginning of the pandemic that kind of got it started. And you know, at that time, and like I mean, through the past two years, let's be honest, like things have sucked. But one thing that was awesome is was this, you know what I mean? The community coming together, and not just like mutual aid society, but like you know, if you really think about it in the last like twenty months or not, like who's really held it down is like you know, like different organizations in the city, kind of like just just stepping up their efforts and like just going out of their way because. You know, we, we still have massive problems, right? And, you know, it's amazing on one end to see, you know, kind of all the non-governmental organizations or whatnot, like doing their thing, but it's awesome to see the community doing doing their own thing and helping each other, like through mutual aid society. So yeah, it's, it definitely was that. And it's it almost seems like whatever challenge that comes up, you know, we're able to meet it. Because first of all, we have a large pool of people who are in need, but we also have a large pool of people who like have a little bit more privilege and have a lot to give to, right? And through mutual aid society, like they can kind of like meet, like meet each other. There's there's a this automatic like wealth distribution, you know, right away. Um, we saw this like massively during our heat wave in the summer. We did a massive uh, fan and air conditioning drive, um, which you know what I mean? Like no one really thinks about it or no one ever does but it's just at that time it was like you know like we, we seem to forget how how difficult that was i mean it's not difficult for like people like me who have central air conditioning but it's it's like it's difficult for folks like who are in di- like certain living situations and yeah it was like the outpouring of support was like it was phenomenal 
You know what I mean? Like we were, we had no issues like meeting, meeting that need. You know what I mean? It was, it was just, uh, it was like, and, and that, that's why I do this personally is to, is to see that happen. Like I like, it's not easy to do and it does take a lot of time, but when you see folks stepping up and, and, and meeting the need, like, I'm like, that's why, this is why I do it to, to make that this happen. And, it, and it's great. And, and man, Winnipeg, Winnipeg comes up, like they come up big every single time, whatever drive we do, it's, it's like, it, it always goes beyond what we think could happen where we get into like capacity issues or, or issues with, with time and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like we, we think it's going, it's, it's going to grow. To, if, if it's successful, it's going to be like this, but it always exceeds that. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Like life sucked. Every, every it's been, it's been bad for everybody for the last, for the last 20, 20 months. But like the, the best thing that's happened is definitely, you know, the growth of mutual aid and, and not only Winnipeg, but like everything. So overall, this has had a very positive impact on you personally since the yeah. fruition of the Winnipeg Society. Yeah, I mean, like, don't get me wrong; it's it's not the easiest thing to do because I like I'm dealing with people's needs and uh, like every day, and like it does, like it, it gets me upset. Like I'm this this it isn't happy time. It's not a happy time when I when I do this, right? So, but at the same time, it's like. Um, like it gets good when, 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 when people do get helped. Right. So it's kind of like, it's like, it, it's not, it's not easy to do. It's not easy to do, but when it, when it works, it's the reward from that is, you know, it's for me personally, like that's, that's why I did it because like, you know, back, back in, in March, 2020, I was thinking, you know, like we have to go on and prove something. Right. I was, I wasn't, we, we weren't trying to, trying to organize things just to organize things or like to, to be a certain group. Like we were, we were trying to prove something. We were, and, and, and the premise was that like, mutual aid is is the best and the most proper way to organize society, right? So, and I think we've proved that, right? Like we proved on on a small scale that if people kind of had like had these values, that people would get taken care of, right? So it was more like like it was it, it was it was a mission, but I also knew like it had to be done. But I also knew that that if it like if it was built in a certain way, like it would just function properly and you know luckily you know it's we've had the pitfalls and you know like we've learned a lot because of failure but i think we have to be open to that because of the scale of it that we have to be open that you know things aren't going to go smooth all the time you know what i mean and and you know when things fail or don't go right you know like that's that's hard to take but at the same time it's like you know the the train and the the train or the bus or whatever, like it goes forward. So we, we can't lose sight of that. We've learned for them to become better. So it's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's just a different way of, do, of doing things. And, you know, as an organizer, as someone who has a family, as someone who works a nine to five job, I have to make it part of my life. Like this isn't something I set like two hours a day for like one hour a day. This is something that like happens throughout my day, you know? So, and this happens with the eight or nine other organizers as well. Like they have their own lives, but their organizing happens when like it happens 24 seven. Like if they're up to three in the morning, like they're checking posts and, and like that. And so I've been lucky to have, you know, eight or nine people kind of on the same wavelength because I know that a lot of folks wouldn't like, couldn't do it. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not, it's not easy to do, but I mean, yeah, I mean, what, what can you say? I mean, it, it, when it works, when people, when people are hungry, get fed, I mean, how do you feel? Right. That's for everybody. It's, they feel good. So, <laughs> and it, if we can continue to do that, we can all feel good. Right. So like, because we're helping and we're making people happy and that's, 
that's what we should do as like not only here in Winnipeg, but you know, the planet or you know, the entire our entire civilization needs to do that because we're we're gonna run into some bad times. <laughs> yeah, that sounds amazing and sounds like yeah. very impressive. Definitely sounds like an immense amount of work. Would you be able to explain to us what the Serve the People initiative is? Uh, the Serve the People initiative, like, that, like that's another function where like those folks run with like firewood co-op and they prepare meal boxes, um, you know, through the summertime, like seasonal vegetables, fresh fruits or whatnot. And they partner with different organizations like Science Foundation and they get food out to the community, you know, basically farmer, like farm fresh food out to people that need it. So that happens and they just do their thing. And that, that's one example of, you know, through mutual aid society, different organizations start beginning to work with each other. Like the poor organizers aren't even involved at all. It just functions the way it should function. You know what I mean? And it's amazing to have so many people working in so many different organizations, kind of like on the same wavelength who like understand, you know, what, what we do and what they do. And you know, the great thing about Winnipeg is that people here are pretty, like, they're all pretty cordial, pretty friendly people. And you know what I mean? And you can get a lot of things done by just being nice to each other. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no, definitely. And I totally agree. Winnipeg's just been there substantially for, for so many different things, uh, initiatives like that. Like we run a care package initiative in the summers and in the winters. And every single time Winnipeg will show up with their donations, they'll show up with the support, show up with the places that need it. Yeah. So yeah, it's just incredible when that stuff comes together. Another question that I had, I know you were talking about the Facebook group. Is that the easiest way for people to become involved in what you're doing and to kind of become more a part of the Mutual Aid Society? Yeah, and it's like we go where the people are, right? Like what's most accessible and, and like whatever my thoughts are on Facebook and like, you know what I mean? What they do, let's be honest, that's where the folks are. It's kind of like the easiest way for this type of thing to function, right? So it's on Facebook and you can go type in Mutual Aid Society Winnipeg, you'll find it and you can participate and, and you can see people being helped and people helping. What I mean, so it's a good thing just to browse through, and if, and if there's a there's a way you can help someone, if someone needs flour and you have like you know kilos and kilos of flour, you know drop it off for them and like they'll you'll appreciate it. And, and again, if you need something, if you're missing a couple nails or you know pillowcases or whatnot, it doesn't hurt to ask the community because you you do get them. I mean, I've I've gotten things that I've asked for that I didn't think I would I would get because. Around. And, and nowadays with, with everybody on their phones and computers and stuff, like people can just see it and they can just browse through the group and say, hey, oh yeah, I have a bunch of those. Connect with somebody who may need it. So yeah, it's definitely the, definitely the best way. You can also check out the website as well, masywg.ca, and you can connect to us through Instagram as well at uh, masywg on Instagram. And yeah, that's how you pretty much pretty much get involved is, is pretty much through the Facebook group because that's where the need is. And, but in terms of like helping and donating, you can get, get us at any of those ways. And we'll be glad to help with, uh, with what you need. Awesome. And, uh, and just before we wrap up, is there any kind of upcoming news or events or anything like that that you'd want to touch on coming up in the near future at all? I mean, we're kind of at this point we're we're waiting to see what the need for Christmas is going to be and see what, what where we're going to be are for restrictions or whatnot. I mean, we all remember what happened with last year with Christmas pretty, pretty much being canceled. A lot of organizations that were doing things weren't doing things. So, you know, we had to do things on Moss, you know, to kind of like fill the need. So we're kind of like waiting and seeing 
like what happens there. So yeah, hopefully in the next week or so, you know, we're going to decide if there is a need to do a drive, but also, you know, definitely encouraging folks to help privately during the holiday season with whatever you have and, and supporting all the other agencies and organizations around that are doing things what's like in and around Christmas. It's kind of an unpredictable time now with a lot of people being cut off of uh, CRB. So we're anticipating that the need is going to be pretty high. We just don't know where it is like right now. I'm sure we're going to find out in the next couple weeks or so. But other than that, I mean, there's nothing else I have to say than, you know, help people and treat everyone like you, you need to be treated. Participate in mutual aid. Help the community. Organize your own events. That's what it's all about. If you need any help, if you have an idea and you want to organize something for the community, get in touch with me. Get in touch with Moss and we'll definitely help. You know, that's that's what we do. And we've seen so many so many folks, you know, approach us with ideas and do things and they've just gone out to do, you know, fantastic drives and, and things for the community. That's incredible to hear. Yeah, no, absolutely agree. And I'm interested uh, going forward to even reaching out, maybe just talking a little bit more about our initiatives with care packages, because I'm sure that the group and everybody involved there is totally on the same idea. And, you know, just getting more people involved is always our goal. So super excited about that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. One question that we like to ask before we end things off is we like to give uh, our guest a chance to choose which song we'll play as we air on the radio, uh, which song we'll play afterwards. So if you had one, then you can feel free to throw in your choice. Okay. We're going to play some propaganda and we're going to play note to self. No, that's awesome. We'll get it done. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to uh, come and educate us on what exactly y'all do. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, your answers have been incredible. Thank you so much. Everybody, this has been Engage on 101.5 UMFM with your hosts, Josue Devi and Kate Jones. We were speaking to Omar of the Mutual Aid Society. Go and check them out. Thank you. Peace.